0: Podcast you're about to hear is wrapping up week three of the NFL season. Me and Nick Paradis dive into everything that is of talking about for week three in the NFL season. But before we get into that, some news broke after the recording of this podcast. Trevor Simeon is a New York Jet. Jets sign him probably to be the starter in week five against the Broncos. I don't think he could come in here in less than a week and start against the Chiefs. I don't think that's setting up Trevor Simeon for success. So I think Zach gets one more start in primetime against the Chiefs. But Simeon is the starter moving forward. And just some things of note. Yes, he was a Jet quarterback in 2019. He started one game, I think it was against the Bills, Or maybe the uh, Browns got hurt. And then Luke Falk came in while Sam Darnold was dealing with mono. So he's been here before. In his last full season, I'm not counting last year with the Bears because the Bears didn't want to pass the ball. Last full season was 2021 with the Saints. He played in six games, started four of them, had 1,154 yards 11 touchdowns and three interceptions in just four games. And if he can replicate that for the Jets, I said, I'm not going to, you know what, I'm not going to spoil what I said in the podcast, but it changes my mind about what I said in the podcast. I think this team is a borderline playoff team now. If Simeon is correct and we get the 2021 version of Trevor Simeon, moving forward. So again, wrapping up week three, just wanted to touch on that before we get into this, because it it broke probably about an hour and a half ago. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this one.
1: It's the Joe and tell Joe and
0: all his radio friends Make sure the updates never end Breaking
1: news and analysis Tennis shoes and hockey sticks
0: Hello and welcome to the Grind Hours podcast for Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. My dad's birthday, so happy double nickel to my dad. Love you, and I'll definitely talk to you at some point today. Anyway. Hell yeah, happy birthday. Had to get that out of the way. So, wrapping up week three, I got Nick Paradis on the line, and Nick... I told you right before we got on here, I will give you the floor for two minutes to talk about your Giants because it feels like forever since they played and it's going to feel like forever until they play again. So how do you assess week three against the 49ers?
1: I mean, given the way the first two games of the season went against Dallas and Arizona, I don't think anybody could be surprised at the outcome, Um, especially with no Saquon in the lineup. Matt Breida is just not (laughs) that guy, you know, it's it's I was glad for the touchdown. I was glad for, you know, that they were able to get him involved in the passing game. But 17 yards is a far cry from what Saquon Barkley is going to give you game in and game out. Uh, I thought Daniel Jones played OK. 22 of 32. I the interception was killer. No touchdown passes. I it thought wasn't it was an, his fault, though. It wasn't his fault, but when you're the quarterback, it kind of all falls back on you just intrinsically. I thought he played okay. He's doing the best he can, certainly, with what he's been given, which, as per usual for this team, is not a <laughs> lot. Um, And the 49ers are good, man. The 49ers are, are you know, probably one of the best teams in football. They're 3-0 for a reason. It's a scary defense. It's a scary, scary offense, although we will get to scarier offenses, I'm sure, later in the oh, show. Oh, we will. We will. Um, It's about what I expected. 12-30, to 30, at least it's not a fucking five-alarm fire disaster like the Dallas game was. It's a relatively respectable loss. I, I'm not... I, I'm, I'm a bit bummed about it, but I can't hate it. So I think that's that's a good way to, to
0: sum up the feelings right now. Two small things. One, the, with all the advanced analytics, can we please have a stat where it's like true interception? You know how we have true per, uh, completion percentage, true shooting percentage, expected batting average and all this stuff with baseball. Can we get a... Stat where it's, yeah, that was on the quarterback, or it bounced 18 times off of his receiver's hands, right. and he threw four interceptions because his receivers just can't catch a football. Mm-hmm. Or it hit off of a helmet and popped into the air. Because
1: the his Bengals offense- game
0: last night with the T. Higgins
1: catch, where yes. it bounced off of, like, three
0: people. Yes, like, can we have... An, uh, My grandmother and I have been screaming about this for years, partially because we have quarterbacks who throw a million interceptions and half of them just glance off of a receiver's shoulder pad. Mm -hmm. But the popped up in the air interceptions, not on the quarterback. I will go to my grave thinking that. Secondly, I think the momentum of this game switched immediately in the third quarter when the Giants go down and score and go for two. And are chasing those two points the rest of the way. I know that they couldn't block San Francisco. I know that San Francisco basically outgained them 3-1 to one in terms of yardage. I know the time of possession was just ridiculous. But the Giants were in that game. They went down. They scored. And if you go for If you at least cap it off with another point, that's totally different than if you don't get it and and give momentum right back to San Francisco. And they wrote it all the way. And I know the Debo uh, touchdown at the end, there was kind of just window dressing and it was significant to some, but mm-hmm. the giants aren't really that bad. I, 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 I will stick to that. I don't think they're that bad. They played Dallas and Dallas is one of the better teams in the league. Arizona just beat Dallas. Yes. So, and they've Arizona has been in every single game that they've played. So they might not be as bad as we think they are. They're still the worst team in the league, but they might not be actively trying to tank as much as we think they are.
1: I don't think they're the worst team in the league. I got, I got news for you on who that is.
0: I I, I have a feeling. Um, it involves a new coach, but we'll get to that. Okay. At a later point in the pod. But And then they played San Francisco, which is, by all accounts, probably the best team in football. So, like, sorry, Giant fans. Yeah, you're 1-2, and but guess what? It's, look at the context of those games. Yeah, you got blown out by Dallas. Okay, you came back and beat Arizona. You showed some fight in that game. You were in the game going into the second half and were in the game pretty much had a fighting chance.
1: And we in knew the this was half. gonna be we knew this was gonna be a possibility because we discussed in the the preseason that this was a really a much more difficult schedule than last
0: yes. year. Right, and I don't think this team is better than last year. I think it's as equal. So talent wise I don't think you got any better. Which mm-hmm. was the storyline that I just couldn't fathom. In the, in the preseason was, oh, yeah, this team is going to be better, but the record's going to be worse. I don't buy that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I still think this team is borderline playoff team and the NFC just got a little bit better.
1: They can still get there. It's going to take a little bit of help, but it could still happen.
0: Switching to my Jets, Nick, and
1: where Rest to begin? Peace.
0: Where to begin? Like the season's over. It's over. It, any Jet fan holding out hope, well, if we can get a quarterback and after the bye week and at the trade deadline and Halloween, there's no season to save at that point. The locker room, if you get to that point, will be fractured because Zach Wilson sucks. He sucks. I I don't want to do a victory lap and tell all the Jet fans that were holding out hope, I told you so, but what did you expect He's not good. The Patriots, after the the safety, the Patriots handed the, the Jets the ball back three separate times. They were gift wrapping, pleading, please, we don't want this win. We want to give you the win. You haven't won in 14 tries. Please take the win. No. Why? Because Zach Wilson, especially, on the last, like, four drives of the game, the safety, the fourth and then fourth and 10 check down, which is Nick, have you ever seen that before in your life? Fourth and 10 game on the line. You hold the ball for three seconds. And then because there's a rusher in your face, you check it down to a guy who's covered two yards. Like, and the safety, he fell down. He just fell down. Nobody touched him. You fall that... Like, we we get on Dan Orlovsky for running out of the back of the end zone. We have to come up with a new thing called the Zach Wilson, where you basically just crumble like a pile of bricks for his safety. Because <laughs> that's what he did. Yeah. Nobody touched him.
1: It's going to go in, like, those compilations one day with, like, the Albert Haynesworth when he falls on the floor and just stays there.
0: Yes! Like, it, it's... What he showcased on Sunday, not only is the most Zach Wilson performance of all time, it's why the season is over because if I was Garrett Wilson after that game, I would have went in the locker room, grabbed Zach Wilson by his collar, and punched him directly in the face. It's like how do you
1: how how does anybody at this point still genuinely believe that he could be the guy?
0: No, he can't. It's not even that. It's how can you believe this team will win games against competent NFL teams? They can only score 10 points. Yeah. The defense gave up 13 points. The uh, only—the Patriots would have beaten five teams, Nick. five Five teams on Sunday with thir- with 13 points
1: that's it's that's unacceptable
0: it. the and like what other team in the NFL has to have their special teams and their defense outscore their offense it's a serious jets, problem you're only good the the jets first visit to, if you were watching red zone And you you don't really give a crap about any of your team, like any team. You're just a a giant red zone guy. You wouldn't have known that the Jets and Patriots was an actual football game because the Jets didn't enter the red zone until six minutes to go in the game. Right. Their first red zone trip. It's the same script as last year. I told my grandmother, it's like the only thing that the Jets did was upgrade the announcers because it's the same tape as last year it is <laughs> it's like it's maddening to me that this team is still sticking with this guy because th- there's no help coming there- there's no savior even in week six week seven at the trade deadline there's no savior because there's no season to be saved yes they might beat Denver because Denver is just a dumpster fire but Nick, like how many wins do they have on their schedule going into the bye? Like What the Jets? Yeah, I mean, Kansas, lo- C- Kansas City next week. That's that's loss. a loss,
1: yeah. Den- they, could, in Denver, they might beat the Broncos
0: in Denver. With, with all the and all the pomp and circumstance With what um Peyton said in the offseason and all that they might beat the Broncos, and it's a revenge game for Brees Hall because he hurt himself in Denver and he's going to want to run amok and mm-hmm. hack it his game back. He's going to want to prove that organization wrong. They might get a win, but even but, then, it might be 17 to 4, like 17 3.
1: Yeah, and like and it, e- 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 Eagles, not going to win. No, Giants, you would think that the Giants are going to win right now. Chargers, Raiders, Bills, Dolphins, Falcons, Texans, Dolphins, Commies, Browns, Patriots. I I mean, I see maybe three guaranteed wins.
0: No, not guaranteed. Three wins total. Like, the Texans are a lot better than we thought. Nick, Arizona would beat this team. Yeah. If 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 it was a neutral field... I think it would be Arizona minus three and a half. The Jets can't score. They had a, uh, they flashed a graphic. I want to say with about 10 minutes to go in the game mm-hmm. when the Patriots were driving, it was total total yards of offense. It was Patriots 306 jets, 33 with 10 minutes to go in the game. 33 of t- total yards of offense. You can't win like that. You can't. And at what point are we going to get the same script as last year with the locker room fractured? Because if I'm an offensive lineman, I'm pissed. Because you can't block all day. If I'm Garrett Wilson, I'm saying, I- I'm dragging Zach, after I punched him in the face, I'm dragging him into the tape room and I'm showing him on every pretty much every possession of the fourth quarter, especially the last five drives, he was wide open. Mm-hmm. Wide open. He can't see him. I don't know why, but he can't see him. It's not that he's not that he's getting double covered. He was wide open with no one around him holding on to the ball, holding on to the ball, holding on to the ball. And further... You would think he would learn something from Aaron Rodgers, right? You you would think just by osmosis of being in the same room as Rodgers, you would pick up on something,
1: correct? Yeah. So far, nothing has happened.
0: Well, Nick, there was a conversation highlighted in Hard Knocks where it was Rodgers and Wilson having a conversation about pocket presence and what to do when, you know, 1-1000, one 1000 1, what to do after the 2nd 1-1000. Mm-hmm. And he said, if your read isn't there you're athletic enough you should be on the move well one one thousand two one thousand he's still holding on to the football yes is he not running back 20 yards anymore sure but he's stepping up into sacks he's rolling away into pressure and Mm -hmm. he would rather take the sack than throw the football away and the anti-ben roethlisberger yes or the anti Brady, or the anti Peyton Manning, or the anti any good quarterback, because any good quarterback will tell you sacks are death. You don't want sacks. And it's impossible to get the playmakers the ball if the guy that's the quarterback is incompetent and just simply can't play. Nick, I compared him yesterday to Hey Hey from Moana. I I said he was Hey Hey with a pocket Kazooka for a right arm. I like it, cause it, yes, he does have great arm talent. But if and if I know this is kind of a uh, I'm I'm dating some potential older listeners. Just pick, just Google a picture of Hey Hey from Moana. It's Zach Wilson. That's who he is, cause he can't play. I don't want to scream to the, the to the hills. And Tim Boyle, how bad is Tim Boyle if he can't if he can't get any reps over Zach Wilson? It's a great question. And I understand. Doesn't look the, good. I, I get that the price of a quarterback at this point in time is probably way too high, especially when other teams see what you're putting on tape. But nobody that's just walking around. That has previous experience that is not a hundred years old or retired. I'm talking to you, Colt McCoy, wants to come in and at least challenge Zach Wilson for his job. Because, well, that's the Col- thing that's crazy to me. I mean,
1: like, Matt Ryan would, of course, die back there well, behind yeah. that offensive line, as would some of the other old guys, but any 40 like, plus year and- old.
0: Wouldn't well, get w- it done.
1: Well, Wentz or Colt McCoy or people like that, they're at
0: least wild cards where you know they won't be any worse than Zach Wilson. Well, no. Carson Wentz, I can guarantee you, is as worse or as bad, sorry, as Zach Wilson. Jameis Winston, not going to happen because he's now the starter in New Orleans, at least for a couple of weeks. And it's an a- a- AC injury or an AC joint injury. I had that injury. That sucks. That's a lingering yeah. injury. Yeah, he'll be will, he'll be out for a while. He might not be out for a while, but he's going to have pain for the rest of the year, Derek Carr. That, mm-hmm. That's guaranteed. He will have pain in his throwing shoulder for the rest of the year. Andy Dalton, now the starter in Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater, yeah, but, you know, Goff's one hit away from Bridgewater being the starter. So there's not really a good option. But, again, I would have, mailed Colt McCoy the playbook 30 seconds after Aaron Rodgers was confirmed with an Achilles injury.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because I understand what they were trying to do with not bringing bringing in a backup quarterback to challenge Zach Wilson for his job because you wanted to give Zach Wilson a chance. Well, the chance is over because, again, this roster is... Arguably, what, a top three talent roster in the NFL? Top five at the worst?
1: I don't even think it's arguable.
0: It just, it is. This is a playoff team surrounding Zach Wilson. It's just, we have a toddler running the the show.
1: That's why we said from the start, if he can't get it done with this group, he can't get it done with anybody.
0: And 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 evidently...
1: Yeah, what
0: well, I mean, again? What more do you need to see on tape? They, they they can't move the ball, and it's not it's not a blocking situation. It's not a play calling situation. It's mm-hmm. not a weapons situation. It's the guy, that's calling the plays in between the ears, doesn't have it. Doesn't trust his eyes. Doesn't have a snap count like in his head oh it's three seconds he's a practice quarterback he's used to wearing a red jersey not getting hit Mm -hmm. and when the, the, the red jersey's replaced and people can kill him he can't get it done and one last thing on the Jets before we break Nick the Jets lost Joe Namath Correct, the biggest cheerleader in franchise history the guy who will wave the pom-poms forever
1: when that guy tells you I've seen enough you gotta listen
0: like and here's here's one thing that drew an alarm to me Zach Wilson was supposed to be the franchise quarterback once upon a time he's never met Joe Namath They've never met ever. How is that possible? And what does that tell you about Zach Wilson? Right. Because I'm sure Joe Namath reached out. Is Zach Wilson that much of a gas bag that he didn't want to meet Joe Namath? Maybe. Uh, Like. Wouldn't surprise me. Again, Joe Namath. Say what you want about his playing career. He is the biggest Jet cheerleader there is. And even he's punted on the season. When you get Joe Namath pissed off, there's no hope. And I would, I thought a lot of my Jet brethren would be a lot more angry than they have been following this game. But I think it's, you know, I was talking with Dan Grosso off-air about this. I think they're still in shock. I st- I think they still can't believe what happened to Rodgers. And I don't blame them. But when they get out of that shock, they're just going to look at a season that is a carbon copy of the past three seasons. A team that's good enough to get to the playoffs, good enough to win games, that just can't get over the hump because the guy calling plays, again, is incompetent and i don't say that lightly i right. don't like i don't like criticizing guys like that but he he just can't play and again the the 2023 jet season before we even get of out of september is over Bag it up, send it to the morgue. There's no saving this season. And the reason why is eerily similar to 99. When the guy went down, the man replacing him wasn't the right guy. And they stuck with him for way too long. And three weeks in the NFL can sink your season. And it sunk. It's down in the depths of the ocean. There's no saving this. It's it, And it it's sad because they're going to lose the locker room. They're going to splinter it. They, they are going to ruin relationships with, with older players that are supposed to be the glue of this locker room mm-hmm. that are going to be just out because they see it every day. They have to play nice to the media, but they know what they're seeing. They're not stupid. They know what good quarterback play looks like. They, they saw it for the entire training camp. It's unbelievable that Robert Sala and Joe Douglas would sit idly by and allow their jobs with the Jets to be up for grabs because they they, they stuck with Zach Wilson because they didn't want to hurt the kids' feelings. Sorry, it's a business. You need to win games. And you were in every single game this year. Right. It was an eight point game at, with Dallas at halftime. I'm not saying you win that game, but you at least have a puncher's chance. If you had anybody else in the league, you win that game against New England on Sunday. And the curse is lifted. And we're singing kumbaya. And we're actually having a chance to save our season at two. Or we at least have a season at mm-hmm. two and one. Nick, after the break, we'll, we'll expand a little bit wider from the New York lens. And we'll talk about some of the uh, wild stuff that happened in week three of the NFL. Oh, right yeah. after this. Seageek is the number one ticket up for buying and selling tickets. Sports fans, music fans, comedy fans, theater fans, fans of tickets. Use my code GRINDHOUR to get into the building to get yourself a seat. Again, that's code GRINDHOUR at checkout for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app one more time. Code GRINDHOUR, that's G-R-I-N-D-H-O-U-R at checkout. Sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity, and I want to connect you with an opportunity to get started or even get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits, and there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit my page, signupexpert.com grind, you'll be able to, to get connected to all the sportsbooks in your area, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All of these sportsbooks have valuable sign-up offers for new users, and when you register using my link, you will automatically receive all the top offers at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you always have the best access to all the available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of all these benefits and support the podcast, sign up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com grind. Again, that's signupexpert.com slash grind. All right, coming back here. And Nick, I want to tell you a story. Yes. I want to tell you a story about how I found out about Miami's just explosion of offense on Sunday. So I was up for birthday celebrations for my dad, for my grandmother, a retirement celebration for my other grandmother. Mm -hmm. So I was up there on Saturday, had breakfast with my family, a late breakfast with my family. And I left the house around... around 12 30 so i'm listening to majority of the jet game going through traffic going through the rain on set on sunday so i'm basically unaware of any other football game besides the jet game that i'm listening to on the radio right get home around three o'clock and turn on the tv and the first score that I see on the bottom of the scroll is Miami Denver. Mm-hmm. 70 it, to twenty, and it was like fifty something to ten at that point. And mm-hmm. went how the hell did this happen? Pay no mind to it because I'm sure I was like ah. After the game, I'll go back. I'll look at the condensed recap. And, you know, it's over in 30 minutes. Then I see 70 to 20. And I went, all right, that's 70 points in a professional game. What happened? What's going on here? Well, I'll tell you what
1: happened.
0: The margin of victory was greater than the total of the game. They won by 50 points. The total of the game was 47 and a half. (laughs) That'll never happen.
1: I'll tell you what happened is we got our answer to our question from last week's episode. What's scarier, the Cowboys defense or the Dolphins offense? <laughs> I mean, this Dolphin, they have an answer for everything and they just have like it's it's they're doing it with the next man up mentality. I mean, Devon Devon, uh, Devon, a chain. Nobody's ever heard of this guy before.
0: The only reason why I've heard of them is because I subscribe to uh, – I'm giving out my secrets, but uh, Matthew Barry's newsletter. Mm-hmm. That's the, and I picked him up, and I didn't start him. I would have won every – week. I, I picked him up in two leagues. I yeah. won in one of the leagues. I lost in, by, like, eight in the other one.
1: 61 fantasy points, dude.
0: I would have picked him – I would have um, – oh, it's disgusting. But I'm 0-3 in that league, too. It's just – I don't want to talk about it because nobody cares about fantasy.
1: I was worried about our game. You know, it was quite the back-and-forth matchup for a
0: while. I, I'm I'm sick to my stomach. I, I Like, <laughs> this week in totality of football, it, I just want to, you know, take a lighter to everything because bets, fantasy, mm-hmm. my team, like, it was all awful. Just awful. So, I... I'm having a hard time to coming to terms with 70 points. Cause you see 70 points in college. It's like, Oh yeah, they played a lesser opponent, you know, Oregon putting up 80 on against you know,
1: Portland state. Yeah. Right. But it's somebody is, who
0: doesn't belong on the field.
1: Right. But this is different when it's professional football and it's supposed to be, you know, everybody's pretty much evenly matched. There's nobody there who doesn't do it for real, for real. and, 70 points in that situation is fucking nuts. Jalen Waddell didn't even play They weren't even at he full didn't. strength.
0: Tyreek Hill only had one touchdown. It's... So I don't think they're ever going to do that again. Sorry, Dolphins fans. I don't think they're going to put up 70 again. Don't think that's possible. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And something that you actually do see all the time, actually. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cowboy fans. It's a Dallas implosion. Yes. And they imploded. Absolutely, imploded. Josh Dobbs in, looking like Morpheus
1: from the Matrix, coming in I, to save the day.
0: Like Dallas. I, I get the Trayvon Diggs thing is a major injury, but you're that shell shocked. That you You can't rally around. Options, like,
1: and it's not like I mean we're talking again. We're talking about Arizona, the team that we were discussing a few weeks ago. Would they even win a game?
0: And of course, it's the Cowboys. Because all week we were propping the Cowboys up, putting them in the Super Bowl, saying how good their defense was.
1: I'll tell you who legitimately may not win a game, though. The real worst team, because we were alluding to this before. Is it Denver? No. I mean, Denver's really, really bad, but just because of the fact that they have Russell Wilson, I think they could still win a game, but there is no way the Bears are winning anything.
0: Well, it's because the FBI might uh just shut down their season entirely.
1: It may. But even, even without, I mean...
0: I mean, what a week for for Chicago. Yeah. You have your offices raided, your defensive coordinator resigns, you have $100,000 in lawnmowers stolen from your team facility. And then, oh yeah, game time, you just get absolutely dumpstered by Taylor Swift. Like, every single chance that they got... It was Taylor Swift solo cam in the Travis Kelsey suite. Like, the only
1: reason we didn't have two teams put up 70 yesterday is because the Chiefs took their foot off the gas and, and brought Patrick Mahomes out. Of course, he was hurt a little
0: bit, but... No, but like, right when you're like, okay, game time, it can't get any worse. I know we're playing the Chiefs, but at least we get the focus on the game. And then I know that they don't really know that that she's there, but Mm. like, I'm sure there was one or two, uh, you know, shots in the stadium of, of Taylor Swift, but hundred percent just all that energy from all the Swifties, like it can't get worse for Chicago. Like really
1: that team might not win a game. I've food for thought also is, is, you know, it's gotta be, 2021 has got to be one of the worst quarterback classes of all time, right? I mean, like, Trevor Lawrence is there bringing up the average a lot, but then after him, you got Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones.
0: Don't forget Davis Mills.
1: Oh, yeah. We can't forget him.
0: No, uh, 2021 is a cautionary tale about quarterbacks. And every single year, oh, this guy is once in a lifetime. He's revolutionary. He's a can't miss prospect. Quarterbacks, the hit rate on a quarterback is it's like Russian roulette. Yeah. Sorry, like I and this is no fault to you know fill in the blank on and we do it every year, every because it's the most important position in football. Go ask the Jets how important that position is but like i i am sorry it's you're not everybody is going to have two or three can't miss prospects in the draft with a quarterback I agree. there's going to be one every 5 years if you're lucky if you're lucky like what year was uh luck drafted 2011 2012 So we went from 2012 to 2019 for generational quarterbacks Mm -hmm. from luck to Lawrence. Yeah. That's seven years. It's once a decade. You're going to get a guy and one, not two, three, four, five, one.
1: Right. Everybody points to to 2004 all the time as if that's, the uh the the norm, but it's the exception. Or
0: three. I think yeah. it was eighty three with Marino and Elway. Yes. Like that's not gonna happen. it doesn't happen. Yeah, eighty three and two thousand and four. Two drafts in a hundred years of drafting NFL players. It doesn't happen. So stop it. I can't believe. I just went on that rant. <laughs> that was supposed to be a cowboy rant. and But I was going to bring up Taylor Swift because she's most likely going to be in attendance against the Jets on Sunday Night Football. You would think so. She lives in the area. Why would she not be there if she was there against the Bears? This is prime time, way more eyeballs on the game. I know the the, the Bears-Chief game was the Fox game, but this is prime time.
1: Well, it was the Fox game for a while until they cut away to go to the Dallas game because yes. they said, quote, it's more competitive.
0: Yes. <laughs> and, like, how important do you think Taylor Swift is going to be to the chief success for the rest of the season. I can't believe I'm asking this question. I real like the fact that what a Taylor hold Swift she has over our culture. the The fact that Taylor Swift is now in the lexicon of the NFL, perhaps the only thing on her level in terms of popularity. She has now encompassed herself in that world, and I love the all the the crappy potential breakup song names for Taylor Swift after she and we don't even know if they're actually dating
1: I mean you would think that she wouldn't go to the Chiefs game in in, in the private Kelsey suite with his mom if if there was not something going on well I mean but I'm not just just gonna hang out with some random guy's mom
0: like there needs to be a reason, at his at his place of work. Yes. Like, but even still, like, but I didn't, I didn't have this on my bingo card. No. And I, this is actually an interesting question: Is Travis Kelsey the the highest level of celebrity that Taylor Swift has ever dated? No, no way. You don't think so?
1: No shot. I mean, she's been with, like, Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: uh, Fucking Joe Jonas. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm biased, but I think Travis Kelsey at this point in in his life is as famous as anybody. John Mayer, Lautner, Joe Jonas, Gyllenhaal, any of them.
1: Taylor Swift boyfriends Joe Jonas, I think How much he's time do we have? more famous. Uh, eleven eleven oh five. Lucas Hill, Taylor Lautner, John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Connor Kennedy, Harry St- Nah Harry Styles. All right, fine. Harry
0: Styles got it. Sorry, Kelsey, you take a back seat to Harry Styles, but. <laughs> I, I, that, that didn't take as long as I thought but like I mean I would when, think
1: Kelsey takes it I I don't think Kelsey's more famous than Joe Jonas even
0: how many drops is it gonna have to take for everybody on Twitter just to be like oh my god things are going sideways because Travis Kelsey dropped two passes against you know the Broncos
1: I mean they're gonna do that anyway so it's trouble with paradise. One. yeah like, he got to get his head in the game.
0: A <laughs> high school musical spinoff or a uh, remake: Travis Kelsey and and Taylor Swift. So here for it, dude. All right, well, this podcast has gone off the rails a little bit. We'll 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 ring it back in by uh, doing some overreactions right after Hell this. yeah. All right, Nick. I have two overreactions for week three. I have two as well. Uh, I'll go first this week because you've went first the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think the Mike McDaniel coaching tree is going to be the next big coaching tree in the NFL solely because of the seventy point performance against Denver, mm. the amount of offensive minds that are going to stem from McDaniel, because what he's doing yes is it slightly innovative. Yeah, but it's not like rocket science. Mm-hmm. It's definitely if you have guys half as fast as Waddle and Hill, you could implement some of that stuff and do some of that motion and some of the swing passes and screens and, you know, jet outs off of motion and whatnot. So I think that's going to be the next offensive craze. Like for a while. If you had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay you got a job I think Mike McDaniel is that next guy and I actually think it's going to be more fruitful than the Sean McVay coaching trip.
1: Mm-hmm. I can so see it I can see it, I like it
0: that's my first overreaction
1: alright I want you to prepare yourself
0: uh, I'm I'm sitting down I'm ready
1: you're, you're, the pants are clean
0: Pants are clean. They might not be after this hot take, but or overreaction. But as of uh, now,
1: Kurt Cousins clean draws. Kirk Cousins will be playing somewhere else come November.
0: I don't think that's going to happen.
1: I do. I mean, I.
0: He's gonna waive his no trade clause to go where?
1: If if there's a good fit, I think they could work. So because there's teams that may need a court, like we've said about Tua, he's a step away from being out of the league. Miami might need a quarterback. Maybe the Jets do. Maybe they they find some way to pull him out. He doesn't want to come together. to the Jets.
0: He, he the Jets already had an opportunity. The Jets right now could be the in Jets a situation. The Jets have a
1: win and the Vikings don't.
0: Yes, but the Jets were in a situation. I I wish I had the Dream Bubble uh mm-hmm. music from from uh 987. Yes. But Let me just take you back on the Wayback Machine a little bit. Not too long ago, 2018, Mm -hmm. the Jets had a a chance when they got Adam Gase as their head coach. They had a chance to have Mike McCarthy and Kirk Cousins as the coach and quarterback, which, both not great, but middle of the pack for both Mm -hmm. of them, you would say. That could have been the world that the Jets are living in right now. But Kirk Cousins used the Jets for leverage because the Jets were offering him more money than the Vikings were, and he still went to Minnesota. So he could have went here. He already could have came here once. He could be the Jets quarterback right now. But he said, no, I want to go to Minnesota. So on a team that basically he needs to save... And is going to be, yes, starving for a competent quarterback. But if he messes up, they're going to kill him. So why would he want to uproot his family in the middle of the season to have like a 2% chance of making the playoffs when the Jets are 2-4, and 1-5?
1: I just have this feeling. It's not necessarily the Jets, you know. That I just use them as an example, but there is, there. I definitely feel something brewing here. Like the the Vikings are zero three. They know they're not going to get it done this season. <laughs> they know it's a rebuilding year. It's they've got to figure this shit out. Kirk Cousins' contract is up at the end of the year. He wants to win. He knows it's not going to happen up there. Could he go to they, the Bears? Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't. But. One interesting yeah. possibility is the Commanders. If anything happens to Sam Howell, or if he regresses, they're going to need a quarterback, but they're 2-1 and one right now. And there could easily be a situation where they are finding ways to win games, but the quarterback is not good, and they decide to pull the trigger and bring Kirk Cousins back.
0: There's there's only one team that I would say has a remote possibility, and this would you know have to happen because of a an injury that hasn't you know that hopefully will not happen. Mm-hmm. San Francisco,
1: not Miami,
0: not Miami. No,
1: you don't think he'd want to play with those?
0: Uh, I think he would. Beautiful but shiny think, toys. I don't think Miami would overreact because Mike White. Is not you know on a good day is not that far off from Kirk Cousins. Not that there there's just there's still a a gap, but it's not as big as people might think.
1: Emphasis being on a good day though,
0: because Kirk yes. Cousins does it a lot more consistently. No, Mike White could get the Dolphins to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, with this offense, he could.
0: They might not win the Super Bowl, but they could get to the playoffs and potentially win a game. There are a lot worse quarterbacks than Mike White that have actually have a playoff win on their resume. So San Francisco, if anything, God forbid, knock on wood happens to to Brock Purdy, I think would be the only Kirk Cousins destination.
1: And even then they got Sam Darnold waiting.
0: Yeah, but again, I I think...
1: I'd pick Kirk Cousins over Sam Darnold. And I love
0: Sam Darnold. I wish he never left. But he, Kirk Cousins is better. My second overreaction, Nick, are your draws clean?
1: I They, they are.
0: The Houston Texans are winning the AFC South. <laughs> wow. They're winning the AFC South. The vision stinks. Right now, if you go quarterback, head coach combinations. D'Amico <laughs> Ryans and C.J. Stroud. Week in and week out this year are are the best quarterback-coach combination that we've seen in the AFC South.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: Good weapons. Not great weapons, but good weapons. Solid receivers. A good running back in Damian Pierce. A defense that, with a defensive-minded head coach, will only get better. The Jaguars have regressed this year. The Titans just got embarrassed by Cleveland, and I don't think I think Cleveland's one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Why not Houston? New Coat Syndrome. Look, that that team has wanted to win. It's been held down by its front office for years. It's wanted to win,
1: and they have a lot of talent. Even outside of Stroud, like you said, Damian Pierce, Tank Dell looks very good. The defense is coming together under Ryan's. He's he's really getting it figured out. Well, I can I see mean, it happening. It's not going to be the Colts. <clears throat> it's not going to be the Titans. No, maybe Col- it is going to be
0: Houston. Colts, like their season is hanging in the balance with with Anthony Richardson. I and I love Minchu I love the Jockstrap King. <laughs> but that that defense is not great, and. D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala were on the same defensive staff Yeah, in San Francisco. They have a similar mind. And look at what... Look at year one Robert Sala defense to now Robert Sala defense. That could happen in Houston. So you get that defense with Stroud, who looks like he's the best quarterback in his draft class right now and looks competent and... Looks like he could be the Walmart version of the of Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I really really like Houston. I'm really really high on Houston. So, I and who knows? I might even put a small amount of coin on Houston winning the the AFC South. Plus, I think it's plus seven fifty at this point. There you go. So that's my second overreaction. What do you got?
1: All right. And. I should have just listened to you right from the start of the season, is how I will preface this overreaction. Okay. It's time for the Rams to start tanking again. <laughs> the time has come. Because this is not a good roster.
0: Cincinnati, I told you.
1: Cincinnati is like in a total funk fest up there. Like, they don't know what the hell's going on. Joe Burrow has has suddenly regressed into Joe Cole oh, rather than Joe Cole. He is hurt, but he's also not playing
0: well. Well, he's they not have, playing well cuz he's hurt.
1: Well, even without being hurt, he's still not playing well. And and the, the the defense is is iffy right now. The the offensive line is quite suspect for the the Bengals.
0: For, or Cincinnati's defense probably is the most underrated defense in the league. Just Putting that out there. I know they, they take a they, while to get going, but they have a lot of dudes on that defense.
1: They do. I'm not saying they don't, but like you said, they take a while to get going, and that leads to some mistakes that the Rams could not capitalize on because they're so bad, which is why we get to, you see, we, we get to where I'm going with this. This is, a, this is a bad run. These guys cannot catch anything other than Puka Nakua, of course. 2-2 two, two well, Puka, and 2 2-2. Yeah, I mean Atwell dropping passes, you know, Stafford missing guys wide open. The the offensive line for the Rams is bad. The running game is bad. The defense is bad. It's 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 a bad roster. I'm shocked that they have just two years removed from winning the Super Bowl that they have this little amount of talent but here we are Nick, this
0: is what happens when you trade a decade's worth of picks to try to win a Super Bowl right they don't have a first round they don't have a first round pick this year they don't have a first round pick until like 2020. Oh, I'm sorry they they do have a first round pick this year I don't believe they have a first round pick next year mm-hmm. so they have their own pick this year but I think really. The Stafford dreams for the Jets become more and more a reality as the year. He might be the only quarterback to get them to the playoffs. Like that, because he would have to get traded Staff- like soon, though. Like really soon. Yeah. Like, like tomorrow. And, and then, be, hey, guess what we have if Stafford gets traded? What's that? The Stetson Bennett show.
1: Oh, know Yeah. LA.
0: But no, this this Rams team, I saw a stat on SportsCenter last night. The Rams were one of 11 on third down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And their yards per attempt on third down, total yards per attempt on third down was 0.7. That's Oof. almost as unfathomable as the Dolphins scoring 70 points.
1: Yeah, I like. I still don't know which is more surprising to me.
0: You can't even gain a yard on third down? I thought the Jets were terrible. And the Jets were the third worst team on third down this week. Two for 14. So, no, this Rams team is bad. I feel bad for Sean McVay. I feel bad for Stafford. But... You kind of knew this was coming when, again, I don't know where the hamstring specialist was for Cooper Cup, Mm -hmm. but anytime you're seeing a specialist for anything, it's not really a good idea or a good sign that, like, if I went to you next week and was like, hey, Nick, I'm seeing a right pinky toe specialist, you'd be (laughs) like, oh, my God, what, what... do you have to amputate your your right pinky toe? Like right. are you okay? What's going on? So, when you have to go see a hamstring specialist not even in LA, somewhere else in the country. Yeah. That's a bad like you in have to Minnesota. get on a plane. Right, you have to get on a plane and fly somewhere to go see this specialist. It's not a good sign. <laughs> oh, Rams.
1: Whose house? Rams house. Whose
0: house? Rams house. Where are you at now? <laughs> Where's that guy at? Is he is he still drunk off the Super Bowl? Or is he sober because this team is just a dumpster fire? Probably. I mean, and again, they have their ring. Rams fans, instead of watching this year, just watch the playoff run over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Because... You should i don't know it I'm glad you're on the uh, on this side of the street and the right side of history with the ramps i'm I'm glad it oh, only took you three you. Thank weeks you. glad it only took you three weeks.
1: I came around I saw the light, praise <laughs> the Lord, I saw the light. <laughs>
0: Nick, on that note, I think that's a good place to end. Tell the people what you got going on, where they can find you, all the good stuff.
1: At Nick Parodies on all social medias Twitter, X, Instagram, Threads, Snapchat, TikTok, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. Uh, at the, the underscore bad underscore ideas underscore on Instagram, the bad ideas music at gmail.com. Hit us up, come to our show we're on spotify we're on apple we're on all that good stuff uh other than that you know come down hang out with me at, at the winery uh I'll, I'll i'll pour you a glass as long as you pay me the uh the 12 <laughs> for it and uh fuck yeah dude uh, it's it's good to be here um
0: think you have take something a nap
1: to... after this and, and
0: burn off this residual high I think, uh, I think you have something to promote this week. No music wise.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we got, we got a new song coming out tomorrow. So get ready for that.
0: Nick, I think that's the first time we've had a lot of self promotions on this podcast and, and I'm not one for to not self promote, but I think that's the first time anybody's promoted their email address, uh, uh, (laughs) on this show. So you're a trailblazer, my friend. Yes, sir. You be good. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. All right. You too. All right, I think that's a good place to end. On this side of the coin, not the fake J Leo on Twitter, jdatasports.blogspot.com, jolio67 on threads, and of course, this podcast. So if you reach this point, please like, subscribe, share this podcast with anybody who you seem fit. If you're new to the show, please download the show. It means more to the show than you know. Working on the all-MOB teams, that'll be out on Sunday morning, the last day of the MOB season, so be on the lookout for that got a Yankee piece in the works. To, will be out at some point this week, definitely before the season is over. So also be on the lookout for that. And yeah, baseball podcast will be up. It'll be a short one, be a quick one, but probably on Thursday. So be on the lookout for that as well. Till then, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Peace.